it like this. <laughs> Let's see. It's been a fun time though, but it's okay. Cause now we're live and we're gonna hit buttons and talk about things. <laughs> Important things. Important. Lots of things. All the things, in fact, because that's what we're known for, right? Yep. Oh my goodness, it's been a while, a few weeks actually. I mean, one week? Ten days? I don't even know, but I feel like things are just getting released like and announced one after the other. It's crazy. It's what happens when you have multifaceted uh, interests. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been exactly 14 days since the last uh, Last Week Geek podcast stream. There you go. It's we're, been crazy. We're only one anchor upload behind. Till tomorrow. <laughs> oh, only one. Oh my goodness. I'm excited. I know. I've been sticking to it. <laughs> only one. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh uh, my goodness. As you guys know, I am Sound. I am the co-host, and this is... I'm Luna. Hi, Luna Romy. Whichever you want. <laughs> I mean, that's how they find you. And they find me on the not straight, so... Yeah. Luna Romy is how you find me on, like, uh, Twitch and YouTube and um, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all those things. And I'm as they, uh, they the fellow duty leet speak kids used to do with uh, <laughs> sounds not S-T-R and the letter 8. <laughs> because she's cool like that, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> we got a huge, huge lineup for today. We got a lot to yeah. chew on. We have so many things to talk about. We we cannot get distracted. I mean, heck, we're definitely going to get distracted. But we're definitely going to get distracted. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So let's start on right in. Obviously, as always, I think we always start with ESO first, just because I feel like the majority of our community come from ESO. So I mm -hmm. feel like it's only fair to start with that first. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so obviously everybody got their teaser letters now from the stream team. It looks very cool. Very interesting. I know we already talked a little bit about this uh, last time. But I finally got my letter too, so I'm excited for it. <laughs> that's a that's a big hype on that one, um, especially since like every person on the stream team is getting a unique looking coin, so it's actually worth the time to uh, settle yeah, and figure out. There's three different coins um, that are going around. So, for example, Tita Khajiit, uh, she got the goat coin. I got the wolf coin. And then there's, I think, some kind of ritual symbol coin going around. I'm not sure. I don't know who got that. Um, I've been able to keep track on everything. But um, each of the coins actually have something Daedric written on them. And apparently to give out a clue, uh, Fonzie was trying to decipher it. But it's some of the letters, they're so small that some of them you can't even make out. So I don't know. We'll have to see if Fonzie can manage to... Um, decipher it before the big global reveal, which has been moved up, by the way. It's not on the 20th anymore. Um, the big global reveal now for Gates of Oblivion will be happening on the 26th of January, right? Yeah, the 26th of January. I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm excited for it too. And I'm glad that they moved it because honestly, I have so much going on. 
There's such a huge plate of stuff going on, and it's just like one more thing on top of the other. So might as well just. So silly. Um, when I first read it, I was like, oh my god, they moved it up. Oh my god, it's on the 20th now instead of the 20th, the 26th. Like, I got so excited. And then I read through it again on my computer. I was like, oh, oh wait. <laughs> it's the other way around. It's going to be on the 26th instead of the 20th. <laughs> oh, well, it could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse, yeah. No, I'm super excited for it. I can't wait what they're going to release. Um... I mean, obviously, Gates of Oblivion, obviously, it's going to be obli Oblivion-themed. But I am very, very, very excited to see the furniture side of it, the housing and furniture side. I know it's, it's like, probably not the thing that everyone's like, oh, my God, yes. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I'm a housing plip, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> when you know your brand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm very excited. Um, actually, somebody in my chat suggested a few days ago that it might be more um, Nibbony-style thingies and yes. also Imperial-style furniture. There's been a so, lot of buzz on the Twitter about that, too. Um, yeah, because they've been I think that would be it. really cool. I think it would be great, too. Just because those are, like, the existing pieces that we have are great. Like, they're kind of, like... Breton in terms of like their standard fantasy genericness but they're interesting mm -hmm. enough to be ESO and they work mm -hmm. well in basically every house. Kind of like how mm -hmm. a lot of the new Solitude pieces I feel are that way yeah. as well too. They're usable in a lot of different style houses without being disruptive to a house's I name. I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. And also um, I'm excited for maybe getting more um, Nibbani style and Imperial style furniture because um, the Imperial style furniture we have right now is pretty much all Crown Store. Yeah, that's very true. So it'll be really nice to get some in-game acquirable things. Also, the Imperial stuff that we have right now in-game is pretty much just differently colored Breton-style things. Yeah, that is true. That is very so true. So it'll be really fun to see a different style and also to have a new Imperial style that will actually be available through gameplay. Obviously, I'm also expecting a lot of kind of like Oblivion Daedric style things, which isn't my personal favorite. Um, but I can definitely see some people getting very excited about it. That's not necessarily a bad thing either, because a lot of the Daedric style that we have is kind of older, clunkier, and yeah. a little bit in the lower texture range. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if if anything, with the vampire, it's shown that they are pulling out the stops and they're really finding their strides in creativity. They're mm -hmm. like, you know, here's Elder Scrolls. Here's what's been in the games before. What can we do to bump it up and make it a little bit better kind of thing? Mm -hmm. And it'll be exciting not only in ESO, but to see in oh, maybe Elder Scrolls 6 to see if that style translates into oh, yeah, the next single really player cool. game. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, I really can't wait. There's also been a new development on ESO. Today was actually the first official day of it. We got a new drop system. So Twitch changed the way they did their drops. And now you can basically actively track um how far you are away from getting a drop and it's guaranteed so today what they did for testing purposes was that a viewer needed to watch a stream for 15 minutes to be able to get a drop now there's a few things that we noticed with that 
it's not transferable so for example if you are watching sound right now to try and get a drop and then you go over to my channel midway through that progress bar the progress bar will stop going until you go back to sound we're not sure yet but we think after some time it does reset or there's a reset button itself um i'm not sure on that front but that's how it is right now it's very nice in the sense that um, you don't have to hang out in a stream and try to be active in a stream for six plus hours anymore and then hope to God that you get a drop the next day. It's very straightforward. Like, here's your progress bar. This is how long you have to hang out. This is how long you still have left to hang out. And as soon as it's done and you click that, click that claim button, you have an ear. So some concerns have been with lurking. Um, but you don't actually need to chat um, in any Twitch streamer's channel to be able to count as a viewer. So you don't need to chat. You can get your drop completely without chatting. And you have 24 hours to claim the drop. So if you got one today um, and you haven't claimed it yet, you have until tomorrow 3 p.m. Eastern to claim that drop. And you, the don't, you, don't, you, you can claim it even when the streamer's offline as long really as you nice. got the drop. That's actually, so, and I, I I actually got to play with it today on mobile when I was at my lunch break because I only get like okay. a thirty minute lunch break. It was really mm -hmm. easy. Um, I clicked on it had the little announcement. I read it and then I watched the stream and then I tapped on the side menu, dropped down and opened inventory and claimed it. I was like, sweet, I got mm -hmm. a drop while having my lunch break. So it's yeah, very mobile exactly. friendly. <laughs> That's what a lot of people were um saying as well that for people who you know work all day it's great that they can just stop by their lunch break and get their drop and they don't have to worry about it anymore afterwards um i really love it that it's guaranteed like this that you can see how far you are there have been some concerned on the concerns on the twitch streamer on the streamer side of things and that is usually obviously when we have drops for like a full weekend before um people lurked in channels all day long because they weren't sure if they would get a drop so people usually tended to lurk longer to try and ensure getting a drop right yeah now that isn't the case anymore now people will likely start dropping off after those 15 minutes or however long it takes to get that drop but well, i think 15 minutes is still plenty for a content creator for a streamer to make an impression on somebody yeah. and i had several people today who came to my stream and they came for the drop but they ended up staying because they really liked what they were seeing what I was doing. Yeah, 15 minute sales pitch is basically what we were doing at that point. Yeah. But I also understand from a marketing standpoint why like Twitch and especially like game developers like Zoss that have like a an economy that's built around gems and these things are gem farming machines basically when they have drop mm -hmm. weekends. It's so easy to make a fake Twitch account, a fake freaking um, ESO account, harvest a dick ton of gems, buy something crazy from the crown store with it, like a crown store exclusive mount, then flip that account for money on eBay illegally. Mm -hmm. So this is this is a you actively get your drop. This is a way to prevent those those harvesting accounts. And everything mm -hmm. like that so and because like other games are experiencing this too it's not just twitch 
And there have been other games that have used this active drop system very successfully, um, despite as much as I don't play that game, uh, the Black Ops game that came out last year used an active drop Twitch-based system. So I think we're going to see that a little bit more often in more games um, because Twitch is happy with the response with both the the devs uh, dealing with the, the, the drop and the inflation that it may cause, as well as the user feedback from it too. So. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. It's a. It's I think it's a, a good balance. move. I think it's a way way more clear than it was before. You're not kind of like, oh, did I get a drop? Didn't I get a drop? It's super straightforward, and yeah, I like it. Um, I think um, to familiarize with it, I, I I'd love to obviously do a couple more drop days. <laughs> Yes. To see the ins and outs of it, because like today I was, it was on exactly during the time that I stream, like exactly on my stream time, which means I actually didn't get a drop today. Oh no! <laughs> I didn't no! get a drop today because I was streaming the whole day. Um, and I would really like to test it out on another day, as like from a viewer perspective, so I can help um people better so i can be like hey this is what i did this is what worked this is what doesn't work you know um but I, yeah i will say it's extremely easy don't be afraid guys about change change is good there's gonna be you know <laughs> bugs and twitches here and there if you Definitely. have any issues they have the team on hand with understanding what's going on and how to help you to get that drop if you have drop issues they might not necessarily give you the drop that you missed out that day but they will assure you and walk you through the process so that you mm -hmm. don't miss out on future drops because remember it's only one drop a day so if you missed out on one day be sure to you know if you didn't get that that in your inventory as you watch that streamer immediately open up a ticket with the customer service as soon as possible they'll probably uh as a as the influx of tickets come in they'll probably make like you quick qas for you to test yourself as well mm -hmm. as um they'll probably have like an automated system as automated response system as well too so don't don't be worried guys they're gonna put in systems to make sure that you get the education you need and we'll, yep. pro we'll probably and do a visual education as well too to help out yeah, and another good thing um, that is to keep in mind is if you are watching a streamer and you keep the inventory page open, you can claim your drop through the inventory page and it won't spam chat. <laughs> yep. Because the thing right now, and I don't know if they're going to change it in the future, but right now, if you claim your drop through the little notification, it does put a message in chat. And obviously, if you have many people watching at the same time and many, many people claiming it that way, your chat's just going to have a bunch of messages full of like, thank you for the drop. Thank you for the drop. Thank you for the drop. It's like, okay, can we, um, <laughs> you know? Um, so I made that personally. I recommend if you're going to stream ESO on a drop day going forward, I recommend making an exclamation mark drops uh, command that um, one shows the article that you can easily find right now on the ESO website. And also links the inventory page where they can see the progress and where they can claim their drop from. Because I noticed that automatically kind of encouraged people to claim their drop through there. And as such, I didn't really receive many spam messages in my chat today. Yahoo! Spam! 
It's good on <laughs> butter toast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the ESO segment. I think. Well, actually, I think we there's have. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this there's isn't more. confirmed though. This is not confirmed. First of all, just keep in mind this is not confirmed. It would be super heckin' awesome. I would lose it if they did that. But it's not confirmed yet. Do you want to tell them what it is? Netflix. 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 Elder Scrolls Netflix TV show. Like, okay. They're just like, hmm, everyone really liked Witcher. What if we did ESO? And God Howard himself was like, it just works. (laughs) (laughs) I think Um, I I strongly feel that this is going to be a hang. And I think it's going to be good because ESO has such a vast timeline. They could pluck any section and be like, let's make it original. Here's a banana. It's an elf. Therefore, you know it's Elder Scrolls. (laughs) Here's the story of an elf banana. Um, (laughs) um, No. So what they have done is it has been confirmed. Fallout 4 has been confirmed. Oh, that one, yeah. um, become a series on Amazon. Obviously, The Witcher, like Sound said, was extremely... Fallout, sorry, not Fallout 4. Um, the Witcher series, obviously, was extremely successful, more successful than they could have ever imagined. And because of that, they are now more looking into games, um, making, like, game adaptions on Netflix. Currently, they are apparently in the talks of five different game adaptions. It has not been confirmed which game adaptions these are, but some people um, are very uh, keen to think that one of them will be an Elder Scrolls adaption. So which there's actually I so complain. I just I just found this just now actually to double check everything like that. The Elder Scrolls one's gonna have a 150 million per season budget. It's already been confirmed and everything like that. They just don't oh, it's have, been confirmed now. Yeah, and it's gonna be. T- let's okay. see. So and they're like they're gonna give them 150 dollar per season. And richer cost only about eight million per season, so wow. they're literally giving them double. Be like, well, Witcher <laughs> did really good, so Witcher made basically ten million per episode, and they're just That's like crazy. Oh my god, this is gonna be so good. The Witcher was so good though. Like, um, it's not over there. Obviously, I think season two yes, is gonna be it's coming, coming soon. Out very I don't soon. know when. Do we have a date for that yet when season two is coming? <laughs> season two, uh, like how we both click, 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 um, I've seen Fonzie played here and there, and I, you know I'm not big into creepy, gory things, you no. know. And then Fonzie's playing Witcher, and I look over and I see him like slashing a monster in half, and all this like gets guts and everything. And I'm just like, I'm okay, you know. I don't, Witcher's I don't got such good storyline okay. though. Like I love the storyline from Witcher. It's mm-hmm. like Polish Game of Thrones with weird magic, because <laughs> it's like got the political intrigue that you would expect from like a like a, a time period like that. And it's got really cool rules for their magic and everything like that. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's you know, but I, like I watched that freaking Witcher series, and I was like, I I love this now. This is like Luna, my life now. <laughs> this please is tell it. me, please tell me you love my wife. Who's your wife? Yennefer. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, I was so scared. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yennefer is my, my wife. My heart just froze. I was like. Please don't say Triss. Please don't say Triss. Please don't say No, Triss is evil. I hate her. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate her. I just don't like what she does she's, later on in the series. She's okay. She's okay. <laughs> she's just... She's very much a mage. She's not Yennefer. She's she, not Yennefer. She's not you know? Yennefer. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, glad we're on the same page. We can continue being friends. Good. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <know>? Friendship achieved. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, so apparently Elder Scrolls series has now been confirmed and Fallout series has been confirmed. Fallout series is going to be happening on Amazon and I think Elder Scrolls is going to be happening on Netflix. So that's super exciting. Oh my goodness. This is obviously very early days. They're probably still in talks and confirming and reaffirming everything. So fingers crossed that they will see it through and it will happen because I feel like Twitter will explode. Like Twitter will just go up in flames if all of this starts happening and we start seeing teasers and stuff. Um, much like it did the other day with the Indiana Jones teaser. Oh my god, that that teaser it was done perfectly kind of thing. Like, you had the, the slow build-up. You saw the typewriter with machine games on it, you know, and then you, 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 you just saw it shift over you saw the hat, the brass came in, and then the whip. And it's just like, oh, chills. And it's so funny because we had just watched um, the Last Crusade, not the Last Crusade, Ark of the Covenant on Christmas with me and Code for Christmas. for Because we just felt like it. Because it was on uh-huh. Disney+. Plus. <laughs> it's like we watched a full Pirates of the Caribbean just because... It was on Disney. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, this is perfect. I'm so excited. I'm I'm hoping it's a single player game. If they have any stupid multiplayer tie-in, I hope it's just like an addition, not anything to affect the game itself. So I need to make a confession. I have never watched or played anything in Indiana Jones. I have, I mean, I've seen like part of a movie Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never watched a full movie, so when I saw that trailer on, <laughs> this you was like were I was so about cute. to start streaming, and I saw that and I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> like, you were adorable. This? I was just like, "Oh, she doesn't know Indiana Jones." <laughs> <laughs> All I know from Indiana Jones is, but I was six years old. We were at Disneyland Paris, and there was an Indiana Jones ride. And my, oh my mom God. and my older cousin left me and my younger cousin outside the ride waiting because we were too little to go on the oh ride. Oh no, poor tiny Luna, <laughs> too small to go on the ride. <laughs> that was my Indiana Jones experience. <laughs> well, you should definitely give it a watch of Lou, especially if you like crazy adventure um, and cheesy, steamy romances. Oh so. boy. It's got Is that it like covered. Cringy cheesy. Mm, it's just nineties, eighties. Oh, like, okay. So yeah, grab her by the hip and be cheese. like, it, it's basically um, what's the name? 
That sounds trying to sell me Indiana Jones now. Okay, so basically, it's Harrison Ford playing himself wearing an Indiana Jones costume while they direct it. It's, so if you if you if, if you liked Han Solo's character, you'll like Indiana Jones's character. Just make him a professor instead of a smuggler. Got it. Harrison Harrison Ford, while he is. A prolific actor can only do like two modes: grumpy old mm-hmm. guy or dirty rotten scoundrel. <laughs> I'm sure Fonzie will be more than happy if I say, "Hey, Fonzie, let's go watch Indiana Jones." I'm sure he won't complain. I would but say yeah, my favorite um, is Last Crusade because it has Sean Connery in it, but it's also the last. Well, Crystal Skull is the latest one, but I feel like it's such a disconnect. So it's got Shia LaBeouf in it, though. Which is kind of cool. Oh, I know him. He was in that Disney show. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> I like how you know him for the Disney show and not for like the terrible Transformers movies. Even Stevens, that was it. I hated Even Stevens. That's how he started. <laughs> you didn't see him in the terrible Transformers movies, though, that made like tons no, of I money. Didn't. Oh I my god, Lena. I never watched Transformers. <laughs> What's going on in Liechtenstein? They must live under a perfect social media rock where they don't get to see all the garbage. Well, no, I think when Transformers came out, I was here in the Dominican Republic. And over here, we get movies like three years later. I mean, now we get them a little bit sooner. But when I was like a kid here in the Dominican Republic, we used to get movies in the cinemas and stuff like three years later at the point where nobody really gave two shits anymore about it. So, I never really watched movies much. Also, they were in Spanish, not English. So, I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> that would definitely slow your movie enjoyment down just a tiny bit. Just a just, tiny just bit. Just a tad. Just a tad um, bit. But yeah, that's what Bethesda and Sauce is up to, and Netflix and Amazon. More All nerd shit. Things. Your, your, your enjoyment, your hobby is a commodity, and they're going to make you subscribe. For that $12, $9 subscription so you yes. can watch it on the big screen. Yes. you are a commodity. But yay, more cake. I mean, more ESO. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It's oh, like... I, I, I'll, I'll give them my dollars. It's okay. I want to see it. <laughs> I'll give them my dollars, but know that I know what they're up to. I ain't buying yes. their merch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, and there's tons of good new releases. Um, since you did talk about, um, you know, Han Solo, let's let's hop on over to Star Wars real quick. We can go back to the other thing afterwards. Yes, this is true. Let's just let's go with the 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 topical instead of the the, late the topical. Cl- yeah, visual instead of the list. Yeah. So Star this. Wars, EA. Goodbye, Ubisoft. Hey, girl. Hey. No, so long, EA. We're done with your money grabbing ways. Finally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Lucasfilm Games is saying goodbye to EA Games and partnering up with Ubisoft. It's gonna be great, and I'm confident Ubisoft is going to make. An excellent single-player experience, maybe even yeah. a multiplayer experience. Um, it is going to be open world. That's that's what we know. We don't know if it's going to be single or multiplayer. Yet, I don't think. But I we hope, do know it's going to be. I open hope it's world. a both. Because honestly, it would be fun if it was a both. Yeah, that's true. Bit of both would be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Ubisoft make really good games. 
you know, in general. Um, I don't think I've ever played a Ubisoft game that I've been disappointed with. They're very polished. Um, They're kind of, once you've played one, they, like, in terms of, like, for me, the all the Assassin's Creed's have felt the same up until the Fry Twins. And then the Fry mm-hmm. Twins brought in something new combat-wise for me, and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of interesting. Even though most people don't like that one, Unity. <laughs> and then they decided, oh, let's just do this whole new thing. And now I haven't played any of the new experiences where, like, they were like, you know, the Egyptian one. Um, I got one. that one. Francie's played some of that. Um, I've played some of it on Francie's laptop. It's it's actually really cool. Um. It's very open world. That's I think that's one of the things that I really love about Assassin's Creed specifically. Is the open worldness, the fact that you can climb on like every freaking rooftop and leap from roof to roof and everything. Yeah. I adore that. So the fact that that the game company that made that is making the next Star Wars open world game, it's like all right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's see what you can do. Put it on Narshada and make it creepy and grungy. Let's get some neon oh lights. Goodness. I don't know. That'd like be so good. looking at like all the cyberpunk stuff makes me really nostalgic for like a Narshada vibe, and or like a like a lower level of Coruscant kind of mm-hmm. like thing. I don't know. That would be really cool. <laughs> We'll see though. I don't. I, di- I didn't like if you're talking referring to Sotor. I didn't actually like Coruscant and Sotor. Ah, uh, Coruscant and Sotor is. It's my least favorite in Sotor. It's so grindy. They did. They didn't do a good job displaying. It's how, walking like, back and forth, back and forth. It's yeah. Terrible. It was not a very good level leveling experience, but it's a visually no. cool place, and it's got yeah, a lot of cool definitely. lore to it, and the. The game that got cancelled for the studio whom EA axed. Uh, they were gonna do it as a lower level Coruscant kind of thing. Okay. So, and that was gonna be cool. Was. It was gonna be like grimy and. I don't know. Cyberpunky and yeah. shiny. Grimy and shiny. Grimy and shiny. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think and then they I, killed I, Visceral, so it's just like, and Visceral does really good jobs with like creepy, grimy games too, because they did Dead mm-hmm. Space, and Dead Space had such good visual storytelling as well as like physical storytelling. So, never played it. You wouldn't like it. It's a horror game at the end of the day. It's oh, a horror game in space. It. I would hate it. Yeah, you would hate with it with a passion. Look. It would go on my list of ne- I don't have a list, but it would go on my imaginary list of never should play games, just like Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Uh- <laughs> Look, there's there's a couple of parts that made me squeamish, and I'm pretty chill with most horror things. Anything with eyeballs, though, I'm instantly like, ah. Uh, I'm just like I'm just like really no. But the rest of I love I loved one and two a lot. Three was kind of action packy, cheesy, macho kind of thing but one and two had really good story but anyways so visceral Talking games was space, right? yeah dead space <laughs> uh visceral games was gonna make a game it was gonna be beautiful and amazing and then ea axed visceral and, and then and then they act like there's actually an article of all the games that they were gonna make but they got canceled because they, they axed the studios oh <laughs> man ea why you do this so stupid like i'm so worried about bioware so worried for bioware games 
Like Mass Effect. Like Mass Effect. I feel like if Mass Effect and Dragon Age, those new games, when those came out, if they don't do good, EA is going to ax them too, just like they did with Visceral and all the other studios before. But, yeah. Speaking of EA and EA wanting all our money, a new Sims pack is Yay! coming out! <laughs> Yay! Money! They can already take my money, I'm okay with it. Um. Honestly, honestly, I'd probably buy this one too, because it's ghosts and all the it mechanics. It looks really good. It or, looks so much fun. Like, they're calling it oh a stuff pack, right? It's a stuff. That's the only thing that worries me. Like the trailer looks so good and looks so full of content. The new furniture that you see in the trailer, the new clothes, the new hairstyles. I'm like, yes, please give it to me now. Um, but it really has me worried that uh, Sims do this a lot. They overhype the trailers. Yeah. So uh, the trailer has me worried that it has overhyped me, and then I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna be like, what is this pile of crap? Um. But it does look really good. There's these new... So we already have ghosts in Sims right now. Like, we have right. full, like, human ghosts. But there seem to be, like, these little ghost sprites kind of looking things. They look like little that, goblins. Yeah, they all have, like, different personalities and everything. Um, and I wonder how they're gonna work if you can have to summon them, if they're just gonna be around the world. I know they did mention something about haunted houses. Maybe they're specifically gonna be in, like, some houses or more... Um, like a bigger chance for you to meet them in some houses. I have no idea how that's going to work. Um, a really popular thing that's coming back with Sims for Paranormal is Bone Hilda. Does that tell you anything? No. So I'm Bone Hilda worked as skeleton in a cleaning, in a really traditional cleaning lady kind of outfit um, that cleaned your house. And oh! Oh my god, yes, I remember her. <laughs> they're finally bringing her back. <laughs> oh my god. She has been asked for for so long. I don't know if you know the uh, YouTuber Plumbella. Um, but she has like every single, <laughs> I feel like for the past three, four years, every single pack that has come out of Sims 4, she has been whining that there's still no Bone Hilda. And now there's finally a Bone Hilda coming confirmed very very sneaky by the way like i didn't see her at first i saw the title of um Pamela's youtube video i was like what no and then uh, i looked more closely and yeah very sneaky towards the end you can see a bone hilda walking past in the background oh my god the maid crazy. yeah the skeleton maid bone hilda is coming back in sims 4 paranormal that's i think it's gonna be super crazy. good I'm and excited. there's also going to be a paranormal career that they're adding with this. Honestly, I'm surprised that this is a stuff pack. With everything I've heard so far that they're adding to this, I'm like, I mean, the only thing that's missing right now is them adding a world and it could be an expansion. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the only reason why they're calling it a stuff pack is because they don't have a world and they don't have houses. Um, and yeah. they probably just want probably because it was like, this is what we have on the chopping block because of pandemic development. Let's just go ahead and nix what we made for the world and push out what we have polished off and make it a stuff mm -hmm. pack. That's probably what they did, which is smart because it means that the devs are, you know, they still get jobs and they might come back with us with uh, a more refined pack. Maybe if they're smart during October 
you know yeah but we'll see we'll see what happens they like to do this where they they chop up a theme over a course of three packs <laughs> you know that go together to make you buy all three to bundle it up <laughs> uh, don't remind me <laughs> Don't remind me of university and eco and, and tiny little. No, don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> but it's the truth. And and they're consistent oh, it about is. it. They're consistent about it, at least, right? They are. They are. At least they're consistent taking your money. You know, if anything, at least you can count on good old EA to take your money. Good job. I just wish EA would let me transfer my Steam, my, my games to Steam. Like, come That'd on, EA. Great. I'm tired of using your your launcher. It's terrible. Or you <laughs> made it terrible. Open half the time. <laughs> I know, right? It's just, just like, I would play your games more often if I could play them through Steam. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, that is coming out on the 26th of January. So in 11 days. Same as... um. Same as the Global Reel for ESL, both are coming out January 26th. Um, so that's going to be an exciting night. I can't wait. I can't wait. So many good things. I hope the pack isn't going to be too expensive. <laughs> it's probably going to be the same price as every other stuff pack, so... About 20 bucks, something like that. Yep, thereabouts. <sighs> Hopefully. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, you know. We'll see what happens with it. So now we're back on topic. Speaking we of- We are! Look at us! <laughs> well, look, we're really pacing ourselves really good this time because we're we- are doing- I'm so proud. Like, pat on the back. We're like pro <laughs> podcasters now! Because we Yay. even added fluff topics for afterwards, guys, and we finished early. <laughs> look at us, we're professionals! <laughs> Pokemon. Okay, are you ready to feel old, guys? Who's ready to feel old? I'm, I'm ready not. to feel old. Pokemon's gonna be 25 years old this year. 25 years of Pokemon. You remember? You remember <laughs> when your parents, when you were little, and your parents were like, "Oh, it's just a phase. When it's gonna go away." Yeah, yeah. Talk to me now. 25 years later. Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness! I can't believe Pokemon is 25 this year gonna be crazy and it's you know it's their it's their quarter so they're, they're a big quarter now so i'm excited it's going to be great they have so much hype built around it they're announcing so much crazy stuff they already gave us snap they're they're giving us snap i've never played it by the way i never played the original so i'm very excited for this I'm very snap is like the pokemon ultimate snap casual pokemon experience it's like this game was made for you luna you just derp around <laughs> and take pictures of cute animals <laughs> that's all you do no. and there's like In visual words, storytelling i have to get it doesn't matter what is happening i must get snap you will love it and it will be such I, a good game for for everybody especially if 2020 is the same if 2021 kind of the beginning will stay with the track record of 2020 is this will be a good therapeutic game to relax come home after a crappy day and just be like ah look at this cute pikachu in the beach <laughs> <laughs> i'm very excited for it because i feel like what you do get with pokemon snap that you don't usually get in other pokemon games is you get to see pokemon in their habitat in their wild and see how they react to their surroundings 
and act when they are alone, when they're just by themselves or with other Pokemon of the same kind. I'm very excited to see that. Very excited to see that. And that was what was so good in the original Snap. Like, and there was also like secret storytelling, extra bonus pictures you could take if you had a sharp eye and stuff like that. Even legendary Pokemon, if you had, if you were even good to snap them real quick and stuff like that. So this will be interesting Ooh. to see all the secrets that will be in the game. So, and it's a, it's gonna be like how it was before. You'll be on a track, you'll go through the park, take pictures. Take a different track, go through the park. So you, all you have to do is just look around. They're doing the driving. So really relaxing. <laughs> That's really cool. Also, in the trailer, the little pods that they're driving kind of remind me of um, that Jurassic World movie that came out a few oh years ago. Oh my god, yes. It does have a bit of a Jurassic vibe. That's, that's the first thing. That's the first thing I thought of immediately. Oh, oh my god. It's, it looks like it, the, like the little pod that you drive in. I don't know. Was it a pod before already, or uh, it like was, in the first game? In the in the first game, it was just kind of like a golf cart kind of vibe, and honestly fit the theme of Jurassic Park before. I wonder if that was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're like, yes, dinosaurs and Pokemon. I mean, Same thing. look at Tyranitar and Charizard. Just saying. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then there's there's all the fossil Pokemon as well too. Yeah. There, there's, you know, there's always three fossils you know. every expansion. So yeah, <laughs> well, they got plenty of fossil Pokemon. Um, I'm excited. It's gonna be great. Um, let's see. They're also announcing a poop ton of other Pokemon goodies in Pogo. Of course, there's the specialty research. There's gonna be bonus shinies, bonus uh, Pokemon to catch. Is um, already like right now. If you're into Team Rocket grinding, there is um, the Skunky Pokemon that you can get. Um, and purify it. There's a whole bunch of a slew of raids and mega raids that are coming out for the 25th. So Pokemon Go, even with uh, you being quarantined, you can safely be able to enjoy that. They're handing out Pokeballs for free. I just got a stack of 30 free Ultra Balls from the store for one oh, coin. Oh, really? Yeah. So you just log in, get the stuff, you know, have fun. <laughs> so they're doing it again in celebration for the 25th. So that's nice. Um, Sword and Shield's going to be announcing codes probably to add to the game, like what they did with the, the Hat Pikachus before. They'll probably be doing something similar um, to add to Sword and Shield hype with that. Uh, so that'll be good too bad like crown tundra already came out i feel like maybe they didn't want to overwhelm the announcements of everything going on but either way they're very they're doing something smart and for the party itself they got a deal with katy perry freaking katy perry so that's like i'm sorry that's freaking cool i think that's cool too i think it's really cute okay so i know celebrities are just people but <laughs> I always find it incredibly cool when you see a celebrity like um, Katy Perry. Like, why the heck am I forgetting his name? Justin uh, Bieber? No, Witcher. Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill. Um, Henry Cavill, yeah. Yes, like Adelaide Kane. Um, like, whatever, you know, an array of celebrities and stuff when they are 
into games when they are like into anime and into these things that publicly i mean i th feel like we're getting to a better space now but it's not that long ago that if you were a nerd you were shamed like yep. crazy you know and so i find it so really freaking cool when there's celebrities like that who are like hey i like this stuff i'm a nerd i like video games and i like anime and you know i don't know i just find it really really heckin cool i think it's i think it's great too because like the the thing is like everyone should have a special interest and not be shamed for having a special interest kind of thing you know it's 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 so important to be able to have a way to express yourself and if your way to express yourself isn't necessarily um, like through drawing, making music, maybe your way of expression is like collecting things that make you happy and your way to like identify yourself and be like, hey, I like this. So people who like this can be my friend. That's it's basically a way to find find your friends. You know, it's like how mm -hmm. animals display colors to each other and be like, oh we're the same kind of thing and that's <laughs> it's always so silly i feel like that's a phasing out thing um in terms of like being shaming people for nerdy things because it's trendy i mean it's 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 trendy to be a nerd now i wish i was in school now i know right jeez i wonder um, what I, here's the real question for those of you who are in school what are you guys picking on kids now for not being nerds what are you guys <laughs> yeah, what do kids nowadays get picked on? <laughs> oh man, Kyle, screw him, he's a Nazi. Ugh, never mind, let's not ask the kids what they're picking on each oh other for. <laughs> we're bad. Now now we're being bad podcasters. Now we're bad wow. podcasters. No, so here's the here's the here's the dealio that with like that. It's like like they're dealing with such heated political moments all across the world. It's so. true. Like that's true. Everyone jokes. It's like, oh, I wish I could be a high schooler again. I'm like, no, I don't. Definitely like, do don't. You know? Like, do you even do know? You know? <laughs> do you really want to be a high schooler again? No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, excuse me, sound. Why are you sending me cute uh, Pokemon Center things? Oh my god, the you Center know, is just you know unleashing. I'm weak to these things. Listen, I was about to be like, so they they got to deal with Rock of Love as well too, and they have the cute Mew with rose gold necklace and earrings, and it's so oh, cute. So, earrings are so expensive though. Like I, I was the necklace and, and I was showing them would, to I was like, I would totally get those, and I would totally wear them. I would too. Not for ninety nine bucks though. No, thank you. It's so cute, but yeah, I would totally wear it in a heart heartbeat, but I would not expect anyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. to drop that kind of money um plus i so like wh where when and where would i wear it is what i would have to ask myself so uh, with that kind of purchase day. i mean i would too but i don't know if i can wear it at work so because oh, like, we have a dress well. code um well oh i like the work. pin box like stop stop it no we have to shop <laughs> no this Let's is not a shopping shoes. podcast. I know it's not This a is podcast. a last week geek podcast. We talk about geeky news and being a terrible influence to children. Uh <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Um, back on track. Uh, is there anything Speaking else Pokemon of shopping, to touch? No, there's no more no. Pokemon. There's just shopping stuff. No. Such as Animal Crossing. And Colourpop! Don't even anniversary! Oh my god, don't even Animal Crossing. We still need it. Don't bring that up! 
I am livid. I am livid. Literally, yesterday I turned to Fonzie and was like, you know what? So we're planning on to move. Potentially, I'm waiting on a on an answer back from the landlord right now. But yep. like that's all it's hanging on. If they say yes, we're moving in March, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, you know what? Twenty dollars is a freaking pan at IKEA. Yes. So every twenty dollars I spend, I could maybe actually get kitchen utensils for in a new place, you know? So I'm like, no, I am not spending anything anymore. This is it. I'm not, unless there's like something, something breaks, like <laughs> graphics card, and I really freaking need it. Um, I am not spending anything anymore. And then what does ColourPop do? Animal Crossing Color Palette. Get it today. Sign up so you can be the first ones to get limited supplies only. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> so <laughs> mad. And the worst thing is, they're all my favorite colors. Like, you bet I was your like, sweet oh, ass I'm getting it. <laughs> if they're below 10, I'll maybe get two. And then I'm looking at the colors and I'm like, which two though? Like, what is this? We're def I'm definitely getting the blathers. I'm definitely getting the blathers. And, uh,. And then the blushes are Fauna and Rosie style. Oh no, don't tell me I didn't know it was Fauna and Rosie. It's Fauna and Rosie style. Oh, and then I love the Isabella palette. Oh, those are actually colors oh. I would use for... See, I, I use the black Like, the colors in the Blathers palette are things I already, like, use. Because, like, I wear a lot of dark colors for work. So it would go mm -hmm. well with it. I don't really use, like... like like the the Abel sisters colors, I don't really wear a lot of colors. That the purples, yeah. It's... So the the thing is with the purples is I haven't used a lot of purples. I like using pinks and I like using browns. I recently discovered that green hecking looks amazing on my eyes. So I'm like, yeah, you, all you about have a really nice shadow. you have a nice color tone, like that winter color tone that you can wear those colors with really nicely. I love it, and then I've I've been wanting more purples, so it's like. <laughs> It's a diverse. I year, hope you know? they. I hope they release a pack, and I'm just gonna buy the pack. <laughs> I'm just uh, gonna it's buy gonna be like hundred bucks. It's gonna be so good. Get your bells ready. Uh, I already get signed your up. Bells ready. I signed up too. 10 a.m. on the 28th. So that's a Thursday. God damn it! I'll be at work. I'm gonna have to buy this at work. And you're gonna have to be quick because you can bet your butt that they're gonna sell out so quick. Just I like am going room. to oh go God. on a. 10 minute break i don't even care i'll just be like calls and cute sorry i have to buy palettes <laughs> i have to buy makeup palettes i mean when it did sailor moon last year that sold out within 30 minutes oh my god i kind of expect um animal crossing to sell out quicker Unless they already accounted for the extreme Animal Crossing hype right now. I doubt it. I kind of expect them to Here's sell the, out in like 10-15 minutes. Here's the thing I'm worried about is how much of that is scalper. Oh, it a lot makes, of it. It makes me a heck so lot sad. Of it. it makes me so yeah. sad. You went on eBay after the Sailor Moon thing and holy heck. Did they ever do a re-release for it? For like 500. They did. They did do a release like two or three re-releases so they're, they're they're good at doing that as uh, uh, um at least they're good at doing re-release uh restocks and stuff okay because it looks like you can still buy it on ColourPop for the sailor man the sailor moon stuff right now yeah well it says i think they did a re-release recently and obviously the hype has kind of died down a bit um oh but my God. yeah on, the, on that first day 30 minutes it was gone 
the whole kit. And is I got 90. in on those 30 minutes. <laughs> so okay, if it, let's let's say it goes with the same trend that the Sailor Moon kit with the Sailor Moon whole collection was ninety four dollars. Yeah, it's showing right now. Mm, so I'm I just... feel like the Sailor Moon collection was bigger than what they're coming out with Animal Crossing for, and also the Sailor Moon palette itself had a lot more colors in. The color pop, pop um, the oh Animal Crossing palettes each only have four colors in them. The Luna but... gradient is beautiful. Oh, and Miracle Romance, that's so pretty. Um, they're all really freaking pretty colors, and I need a sugar daddy to buy me all the makeup. Hey, who wants to be a sugar daddy for two geeky people online? We'll <laughs> like take pictures and be like, we're cute. And then not stream with Cam on. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so, so much for not going off topic, by the way. Listen, I mean, this is, this is built Nintendo. in. Yeah, this is built in. I, I built, this is built in fluff. So we're actually mm -hmm. done. This is the built in fluff right now. <laughs> and, and, and talking about Nintendo. Um, oh, right. Pancakes. Yes. The Mario <laughs> Cafe and store is opening on Holloway Boulevard in Japan, and they're going to have cute as hell freaking food that's all like so Nintendo adorable. themed. I'm so jealous. I don't even read Japanese, but like the the well, I'll have it linked in the description, but it's like holy mackerel. It makes me want to go visit Japan. <laughs> Oh, you mean even more? Yeah. Even so. more, even more. Like, oh my god, yeah. even the kids' meal with the cute little toad one up and everything, and the peach drink mix and everything. Oh, it's so cute. I calculated yesterday. I only need about um about twelve thousand dollars to be able to go to Japan um, you, for you six might, weeks. You need to double that with all the crap you want to buy <laughs> and experience <laughs> in the food. <laughs> Oh my goodness, and did you hear the Pokemon thing in Japan is now a whole entire floor? Oh my god. They've they... got a whole entire floor dedicated to Pokemon. That's amazing. We need to go That would be now. awesome. Like, next week. Like... I mean, you know, COVID needs to go, and then we need to go. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Let's not oh even get goodness. into the debacle about like what's going on with that. Like, I... That's not even. Nope. Oh Ugh. my goodness, that is too much. But no, um, Japan doing great and yummy things. Surprise, it's surprise. So cute. C cute yummy things. Surprise. Japan has the cute yummy things. Who would have thought? Which uh, so out of the two cap uh Sundays, which would with the pancakes, which would you rather have, Luigi's or Mario's? I think Mario's. Mario's looks like the red looks more appetizing to me. Yeah, I kind of agree. The green. I can't tell if the green is mint or watermelon or melon flavor. Though. Isn't it strawberry? Oh, strawberry. Wait. Well, so Mario is strawberry, but I'm talking about Luigi. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, Luigi is green apple. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. Either way, and uh, like the Princess Peach drink looks it's amazing. Obviously, Peach. Princess so Peach is Peach. Yep. Who would have thought? Who would have It's thought? Peach flavored. <laughs> yeah, Peachy's got it. It looks really yummy though. Oh my god, it's making me hungry for sweet stuff. I know, right? It's the worst. Terrible. Um. 
Everything they have projected for it is going to be so cute, though. Mm-hmm. It's so not fair. It's so not fair that we're living in the wrong side of the world! Dang and, it. and they just need to bring it on over to this side, you know, like, you know, like, do it in Orlando. Why does- why does N Japan Nintendo only get I the I mean, cool... honestly, Orlando for me is just as difficult to access in Japan, so I don't- I really don't- I mean, it there. would just be a, a, a cheaper flight to, for you, to be honest. Would it, though? Yeah, easily. From- from Zurich to Japan versus- from Zurich oh, to Oh, I'm talking about, like, if you to left Orlando? today from the <laughs> islands. <laughs> I don't- I don't- I don't- I think they're about the same. <laughs> True with the technology you have available. <laughs> yeah. Give me one sec. I need to let this cat out because she is scratching the door. Yeah. Yeah. Don't believe a thing she said. She's lying. Um, cats <laughs> always cats always <laughs> went in and out. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, those are all the exciting Pokemon Nintendo teasing, terrible teasing things that are happening. Really great stuff, though. So not fair. <laughs> um, next thing I would like to touch is Cyberpunk. So obviously, we all know that. Cyberpunk had a kind of rough start um, to basically being unplayable on consoles and having many glitches on PC. I have played Cyberpunk myself and I personally have not witnessed that many glitches. I feel like the further you get on in the game, the more you notice the little bugs and stuff that they have. Um, I've definitely been noticing more bugs now than I did in my first three hours of the game. Um, but it's they're, you know, they're working hard to try and improve things, and the, um, CD, I don't actually know who it was, but somebody from CD Projekt Red, I forgot his name, <laughs> sorry, I'm really bad with names, but he released a big old video, and basically asked people not to blame the devs, it was up to the company itself, to the big marketing decision guys to release the game early and to make the game make the devs try you know do crunch time and um all of that it was not a, the, the bugs that are in the game right now are not the devs fault they did what they could with the time they had available um it was up to the big big corp guys who were like we're releasing this now he fully admits that they should have tested it a while longer, kept it in development a while longer to hash out some of the bugs, some of the more severe bugs, and to actually make it playable, um, nicely playable on all the console generations. But they are working on big and small updates that are going to be happening frequently, and the DLC that they intended to release, I think, pretty soon after the initial Cyberpunk 2077 release, has been delayed and doesn't currently have a release date, as far as I know. So either so way, Cyberpunk is getting fixed, and because COVID and capitalism forces terrible things to happen, that's why we have what we have. Stop blaming devs, stop giving death threats, grow up, and mm -hmm. if you bought the game, 
shelf it for a little bit. Go play something else. You know, play Skyrim for the 16th time, okay? <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, talking about other games like The Witcher. The Witcher is a game that has been super highly praised. Should be one of the best games ever released, really. And that, when it initially came out, had a lot of bugs. A lot of these games that we now love and recommend to everybody had a lot of bugs when they initially came out. Same thing so just with give like, it some time. Yeah, it's like people were like, oh my god, Fallout New Vegas is the best game ever. And if you tell me otherwise, you're wrong. That game came out, it was a flaming pile of trash when it first came yep. out with how buggy it was. And heck, so. do you remember more recent one, Fallout 76? Yep. That still got a ton of bugs to this day, as far as I know, and people freaking adore it. So, you know, with all the new cut updates, cyberpunk some slack, cut yeah. cyberpunk some slack. Um, what you should be doing is going after these, um, not the devs, but these publishers and, mm -hmm. and complaining as consumers that you guys are forcing products out too quickly that are mm -hmm. unpolished and you're you're taxing your employees, which is not ethical. No, that's it's not. That's what you should be really looking at at the end of the day is yep. that this environment has been created because of the greed of investors wanting more because they know that we're going to buy it and we frenzy ourselves. That's why mm -hmm. I'm in the no pre-order club. I never pre-order my games. I wait till it comes out a while. Like I told myself I wasn't going to buy Cyberpunk till after the first DLC because it'll probably go on sale. The DLC. It's actually on sale already right now because <laughs> of all the crap that has to happen around. <laughs> if you get it on GOG, um, it is, I think, 45% off right now. Oof. So it's almost half off right now on um, GOG. So, you know, if you want to get it despite its bugs right now, it's a pretty good deal right now. <laughs> I'm definitely not. I'm still going to wait because, like, if I buy it, I want to play it. So I'm just going to wait. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Like, yeah, I don't mind. Waiting. I've been playing it honestly. If you save fairly frequently, um, you can play it no problem. There's a pro. There's some bugs here and there. Very few bugs I feel on the main missions. A lot of the bugs that I have experienced are more on the side quests. The main um, mission itself seems very polished. Um, but it's more like the side quests or like if there's a random mob, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you're shooting them and you're not dealing any damage and then they one shot you. It's great. Uh, <laughs> so there's like those little bugs here and there, but not nothing like major that makes the game absolutely unplayable and unenjoyable and that you should just, you know, put fire on it and be done. Um, it's still a lot of fun. Has a fair few bugs. Stop giving the developer shit and just wait it out. Basically, LDR. If you if you are having that much of a like an emotional response that you have to feel like you have to type a death threat to a dev, go outside right now on your back porch patio, whatever you got, and watch the goddamn sunset. Chill. Yes. <laughs> Think just about yourself. Chill. Take a walk. Take a hike. Put, put put your phone down, put your social media down, and take a hike. Seriously, because you, you're so wound up right now that you you just need to disconnect and breathe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing that we wanted to talk about is a happy thing. Happy thing, happy note. Happy uh, the Twitch recap, the Twitch yearly recap. 
Oh, that was so cute. It's so cute. I want to quickly touch on a bit of a negative part of it. And that is the thing that a lot of people do. We, a lot of times, we compare ourselves with one another. And we're like, oh, no, but she did so much better than me. Oh, oh, ah, ooh, ah. don't do that. Look at yourself. Look at everything you have managed. Think back to what you wanted to do at the beginning of 2020. And think to where you've gotten. At the exactly. end. Think to all the things that you have achieved. I know. I myself have a lot of doubts and a lot of days where I'm like, I'm absolute shit. <laughs> but this is, I think the Twitch recap is a great way to look at it. Look at your own stuff, not somebody else's. At your own stuff. And be like, holy, holy heck, this is, th these are all the things I have achieved this year with my community. With the help of my community. We've done something amazing. And I think it's so, so cool. Like, they show you the total hours streamed. They show you the total friendos, i.e. followers that you made that year. Um, the total hours that people have watched you. It's super heckin' cool. Yeah, exactly. And that's just something... Use this, like, if you're someone who is a number cruncher, if you're competitive, be competitive with yourself. Save yes. that picture. Save your info compare next year if that's what yes. if if you have to be competitive about this then you better and don't compete with others compete yeah. with yourself compete with yourself because that's the only way you can improve yeah that's the only because if you're competing with other people you can't be like joe you're you're bob be bob people want yeah. bob if they wanted more joe and, then they would be watching more joe <laughs> Although maybe you've watched Joe and Joe was uh, the person who first got you into Twitch and stuff and you feel you have a very similar vibe with Joe, you're still Bob. You're still, you're Bob. still Bob. And as Bob, you are still different than Joe, even if you do have some similarities. So do Bob things. Don't do Joe things. Nobody wants you to see... Nobody wants Bob doing Joe things. Exactly. I like how we're running with this Bob and Joe thing. <laughs> <laughs> so... And, and and that's basically what it is at the end of the day. People want to watch people on Twitch because they're authentically themselves, that they're mm -hmm. having fun, and they're getting something out of it. Either they're being educated about the game they want to play, or they are having fun with the game that they're interested in, with a personality that they like, or a community that they like, or hopefully the personality and the community are both things that you like at the same time. <laughs> And the community should all be the best community because that's the best community on Twitch, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not biased, you are. <laughs> I'm not biased, you are! <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's lots of exciting things happening, lots of great things happening. I'm excited for, honestly, all of them. <laughs> I've been so, so like, let's touch on the note about how Twitch has been like doing like this recap. They've also, they've got a little bit of a turbulence um, with recent political stuff and everything. But I like what they're doing with PogChamp. I really, really like oh, what yeah. they did. I the still don't understand. Are they gonna um, do just one at the end? Like, are they gonna see which one's more know. popular? I don't know how long this is gonna be lasting for, to be honest, but I'm not complaining. The only thing like, I do I wish... have to use camera again? <laughs> my face up there. That would be amazing. I mean, you already have your Pikachu, Luna. <laughs> oh 
Oh, um, goodness. The only thing I'll just I... make PogChamp faces left and right. Yes, make a PogChamp. You'll like, notice me, right? <laughs> like, everybody should, like, ultimately, everybody, if, if you are a streamer right now, turn that camera on and make your own PogChamp. Make your yeah. own PogChamp. Twitch, though, here's what I need from you, baby honey sugar pie. When you make the PogChamp of the day, not everybody is on Twitter. Please no. make it so I can click on that PogChamp of the day and find their channel. Yeah. Not everybody's 100%. on Twitter. And unless you're going to front page that person, then you better, you know, make it so that we can discover who that PogChamp is. That's my only, that's my biggest takeaway from this is like, it said, you click on PogChamp, it says PogChamp, Twitch Global Emote. No name, <laughs> no channel. What's the point? We need a name, Twitch. We need a name, and we're not like your average. We're not. We're your average users. We're on one platform right now. We're not going on different pages to discover who this face is. So do your content creator the justice they deserve, and make it so that they're discoverable. Of course, malicious people have discovered some of the pog champs that first came out and used it to harass them, which is unfortunate. But. If a, I feel like these creators are getting PogChamped because Twitch asked them and they agreed to it, which means that creator said, hey, mods, this is happening. Oh. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that process works. Does like Twitch just choose a random or mm -hmm. do they have to send things in? Uh, email and be like, hey, Twitch, um, I think I'm pretty awesome. Make me your pog champ. <laughs> I mean, heck, maybe that's how it does work. I have no idea. I mean, with the rise um, of VTubing and everything like that, I would not be surprised if the next pog champ coming up soon would be a VTuber pog champ. It'd be really cool. It'd be really cool to see a VTubers include as well, because I feel like that's what Twitch is lacking. Um, Twitch gives their camera streamers a lot of representation and a lot of uh, advertising. But they don't really advertise their VTuber partners and despite stuff. Despite how even big they some are. Of them, despite how big they are, exactly. Even though some of them are exactly as big, if not bigger, than some of their streamers who use cameras. And it's it's insane to me because it's like this is the future. There are there are VTubers that have insane 3D models that are like cinephotography level of face mm -hmm. cam that and it, it's just so relieving for the streamer on the other end to just be like, I'm wearing my PJs and have my hair up in a messy bun, but I look freaking fantastic on stream today. <laughs> <laughs> you, so don't true, to yeah. you don't have to know that my hair is in a bonnet and a hair mask. <laughs> That's very true. I mean, for me specifically, like I haven't used camera this entire past year on Twitch. And I mean, here and there for like charity events and stuff, but not really. And um, living in a hot country, <laughs> like I would not feel comfortable being on camera, sweating my butt off, having like hair stick to my face everywhere because I'm just so sweaty, you know, wearing a very sheer loose t-shirt with no bra, by the way, because bra is way too hot to wear when it's freaking hot. Wearing my, like, I, you know, I can do that because I wasn't using camera. 
if if I was if it was a point where I was using camera, I would have probably not streamed that day because it's too freaking hot. Oh my god! You know, because no. it's yeah. Um, and I think not using camera for me personally has been a very healthy experience in the sense of it made me cancel streams a lot less. Like if I felt like I looked super shitty that day or um, like it was a super hot day, I would still stream because I wouldn't be on camera. I'd just have my little cute avatar there, you know? So if you, I don't, I feel like with seeing all these bigger Twitch streamers on camera and stuff, it pressures a lot of smaller streamers to, I have to use camera if I want to make it on Twitch. You know, and you absolutely don't. I hundred percent recommend you doing whatever you feel comfortable with. If you feel very, if you feel very conscious with wearing a camera, uh, with wearing a camera, <laughs> with using a camera, and um, you feel on edge and awkward, and it makes your stream go very stiff then maybe don't use camera. Maybe go the avatar route and, you know, VTubing and all of that. All of that is a thing now and very easily available on the interwebs. You just have to use the magic machine that's called Google. Take five seconds. Find a community of people that will support you. There are amazing VTuber communities out there. I just found an LGBT tuber community, for example which has been great to feel more comfortable amongst uh, the avatar based. Uh, not having it, you don't have to have an animated avatar. I recently found out they call themselves PNG tubers because it's like the <laughs> PNG file and it's so cute. So, <laughs> and it's legit. Cause, so, and you don't have to jump straight in. Plus if you're a little crafty, there are plenty of free programs out there to make a fully animated avatar that are completely free. Like Vroid is amazing. And you, you basically, you get a doll, you dress up the doll, boom, you have your 3D avatar. You can get some free tracking software to try it out. This is like zero commitment money up front kind of thing if you want to get into it. And if you like it, you can always upgrade it later if you want to invest the money into it. But Otherwise, you know, you tried it, you said, huh, this is fun, or nah, this ain't for me, and you didn't lose a penny. <laughs> yep. I like, I like it. I like it. Me too. Come at us, VTubers. We want to be your friends. <laughs> I just want to be friends. Be friends forever. Mm -hmm. But I think that's really about it that we have for the podcast this week. It's been a lot. I feel so. We went through ESO teaser letters to stream team, uh, the three different coins, the global reveal for Gates of Oblivion of ESO that's happening on the twenty sixth of January. There's a new drop system. If you're confused about it, uh, you can read up on the Elder Scrolls Online website. Um. Uh, you can read about everything there. Uh, Bethesda making Indiana Jones game. Sims new paranormal stuff pack coming out January 26th. Star Wars um, making a new game um, with Lucasfilm Games and Ubisoft joining forces to make an open world Star Wars game. 
um, all the Pokemon Go news updates, Pokemon Snap 25th anniversary, including Katy Perry, the Mario Cafe, and the Twitch recap and Cyberpunk. That's what we talked today. Don't hate devs, love devs. They work hard. They work just as hard as you do. I don't know That's if you work that. hard, but you work hard. You did a good job today. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate that. I hope your 2021 is very productive, bright, and healthy. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, hanging out, but more importantly, being a good friend, because that's all what we read more than ever these times, is just someone to be a good friend and to listen. But uh, you can find me, I'm Sounds Not Straight. My social media will be linked in the description. Find me on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, maybe Instagram if you feel like it. I hear <laughs> TikTok is easy to get into, so I might start that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. And maybe. I am Lunarum. You can find me on Twitch, YouTube, um, Twitter, and Instagram. And Fonzie and I have actually been talking about making a Lexi and Friends Instagram account. So maybe that's something to look forward to. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Um, we really appreciate it. See you next time on Last Week Geek. Don't forget to f- listen to the episodes live on Twitch, but also you can find them on anchor.fm or anywhere where you listen to podcasts. You have a great rest of your week. Bye.